0: I just get in the car after doing a Bible study this morning reading uh, all of Philippians and Colossians and I get in and it's 9.09 and I say obedience Lord and all of a sudden I feel like my eyes were just opened to something obviously I've already known but it's just it was given to me in a simple manner that when we read the Bible and we read the Gospels and we read Paul's letters we hear Paul and all the disciples, particularly in the book of Acts, we hear there are many times where instruction is given specifically to them by God, not from a letter. And it just the, the, it, it becomes, my eyes are open to how often we read letters of Paul written to other churches as if that is God's only instruction to us. When in fact, it is instruction that's generalized in the way we should live and observe our behavior throughout our lives to other churches. But sprinkled throughout these letters are Paul's testimony of specific instruction that God had given him to do specific things. And likewise, we must position ourselves to receive specific instruction, not following you know, uh, just general principles in scripture alone, but being aware of and open to God's specific instruction for our lives and then being obedient to it. And if you're not in deep relationship with God, if you're just reading about God or about Jesus Christ or about the apostles, but you're not talking to God through Jesus Christ and listening of the Holy Spirit you'll never be able to accomplish what God may have uniquely called you to accomplish. The Bible does not have almost any great saint I can think of could have never done what they've done. Any great missionaries or ministries today could have never done what they've done in the world today if all they had was the Word of God in the Bible. The Word of God in the Bible was a a foundation or a means to an end for a personal relationship with God. It gave instructions on how to be reconciled to God, how to live for God, how to please God, and how to begin to have a full revelation of His spiritual wisdom and of the knowledge of the kingdom. But it's basically an instruction book on how to have a relationship with God that then brings specific instructions, specific relationships, specific guidance for our life. And I think so many Christians are stuck just reading the Bible over and over and over and over or talking about the Bible or talking about behavior, general principles over and over that they miss out on the interactive relationship with God where He speaks to you on a daily basis. He gets involved in your life. He gives you specific instruction. So yeah, there's all kinds of general instructions in the Bible, but some of them apply to you more in your life than others. Sometimes you need a certain weakness is, is is more uh, prominent than others and, and, and God is wanting to point that out to you instead of you just looking at this blanket approach to Christianity God may be wanting to speak specifically to you about the area of forgiveness or specifically to you about the area of obedience or specifically to you about the area of understanding God's kingdom or of, you know, the gifts of the Spirit or of humility, you know or of, you know, coming under authority there's just no telling but I I, I know this almost sounds so obvious and so common sense as it's coming out of me now, but I just think it is just so, such a paramount, critical issue uh, that, that this church, the church of today, needs to be reminded of. I needed to be reminded of this. I had this very generalized, blanketed approach to Christianity, just read and study principles, apply them as best you can, and the whole time it's really just ignoring God. You know, you have these empty prayers. You pray and you do it out of just almost as a discipline rather than, oh, Daddy, I love you. Daddy, what do, what do you want me to do? What, what what are the dark spots of my heart you want me to work on? What instructions do you have specifically for me? You know, what what works do you want to see me walk in? What areas of faith do you want to see me strengthened in? You know, and I just... Realize how critical it is that we learn to listen to God and obey His specific words to us, not just general principles written in the Bible. That's the start, not the end. Because Paul even said many times in his letters that it was his hope and prayer that they would grow in the fullness of God's love and in all spiritual wisdom and have full revelations of the knowledge of the kingdom of God. In other words he's saying what's written in my letters is not enough this is just the start and I'm just praying that you'll have more but that you know the full grace of Christ and the full measure of Christ that's in you will continue to by God's grace grow you up and mature you into all spiritual wisdom and all knowledge of the kingdom of God and I think most Christians don't do that most Christians are stopping at the letters of Paul they're stopping at the gospels they're stopping at you know, just being content with talking about Scripture and about the Bible, but they never seek beyond. And I think that's when God really, I think when you begin to walk by the Spirit, listen by the Spirit, obey by the Spirit, work by the Spirit, that's when you become a total slave to righteousness. And you're no longer having to spend so much effort trying to correct bad behaviors or not live according to your sinful nature. That because of this interaction, you begin to realize you are a beloved son or daughter of the Most High King. And that He has specific instructions for you. And He knows that you, above all people, exist. Not above all people, but through all people. 7 billion plus on the planet. When you receive a word of specific instructions, specific encouragement, a specific you know, task, you know that God knows you, you, if all you have is the Bible, you just know that a bunch of general Christians apply and it's so impersonal. But when you know that you know that God is speaking to you, the love affair is, 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 has begun. There is no love affair in reading somebody else's letter to somebody else with these wonderful poetic, you know, keys to living a christian life but yet you never receive it yourself so bless god bless god thank you for this amazing revelation god i love you in jesus name it's 508 on august 13th i just finished up at the library i was sitting there and i noticed a homeless man sitting next to me and i was working on the uh the commandments of christ getting them moved over to a index cards so that I can begin to memorize them and I saw this homeless man there and I felt like I should should bless him and I began questioning Lord is this you or is this me and I sat there and thought about that for a few minutes and then I just said even if it's not him specifically telling me to do it God will reward me and bless me for doing it but then I said well oh but Lord I only have twenty seven dollars um, in my wallet and that's really all the money I have to live on right now at all. I have no more money coming in anywhere and I have like, I think $17 in one checking account. I think I have like 20 in the other. So I have $27 in cash and I felt impressed to give the guy $20. So I received a hundred dollar gift from Jerry this past week after he watched this video, he gave me a And, um, I gave 20 of it to church and then I just gave a $20 bill to a homeless person and I just felt so blessed and I, I left the man his dignity. I feel like God is teaching me how to love without expectation of return. I didn't go over there to try to now, you know, pay for the opportunity to present the gospel to the man. I didn't go over and say, my name's Mike and may I bless you with this you know, uh, can I help you? I didn't do any of that. I left the man and his dignity intact. I just walked over very gently and I said, Sir, I said, I believe the Lord was thinking about you today and he wanted me to give you this. And he looked at it and examined it for a minute and he looked at him and said, Oh, thank you. And I said, You're welcome. And I just turned around and walked away. There was something so really wonderful for me, not that I wouldn't have enjoyed talking with him or sharing Christ with him but I'm sure I wouldn't be the first person that's had the opportunity to try to badger him into knowing Jesus Christ and I just felt like I just needed to do a random act of love without any expectation of return just letting him know where it came from so told him that the Lord asked me to give it to him and um, I just felt so good to be able to give and I was thankful to the Lord for the opportunity to give something today and I, I gave out of my lack kind of like the widow's might, and I know that the father will not that I'm looking for a reward I know that the father will you know bless me and take care of my basic needs I know that he will He's he can funnel money to me anytime he wants so it's going to be interesting to see how the Lord continues to teach me how to trust him like this the last time I had $212 in my checking account and the Lord asked me to give $200 of it to some friends of mine that didn't have any food the very next day I got a call from a client who owed me a 1250 check and was ready to pay it so be interesting to see how the Lord you know puts back some some spending money in my hands so that I can you know continue to to live just basics you know but I got in the car and of all things it's it was 511 which is the James 5.11 verse I keep seeing every single day. Blessed are those we consider blessed, those who have persevered. For you've heard of Job's perseverance and what the Lord finally brought about. For the Lord is full of mercy and compassion. So, exciting stuff the Lord is teaching me. So today is Tuesday, August 13th, 2013. I've been feeling a little bit subdued today. Uh, Larry and Trish are going there, going to visit some friends in Fayetteville, but I I woke up this morning. I haven't slept super great in the last couple of days, but I woke up, uh, and there's 1010 right there while I'm filming this, and the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Um, But I woke up this morning, and I could feel the enemy was attacking my thoughts. I had to take them captive to Christ because... I was feeling, uh, I woke up in that early hour morning where you're vulnerable, where you're not able to really logically process your thoughts, and, and um, I just all of a sudden had this kind of fear come over me that I hadn't heard anything back from the court yet, and the fear was that the um, attorney intentionally did not send me any notification from the court on what the ruling was so that I wouldn't have the ability to object. And that they are once again able to have gotten all the garbage passed through. I just saw 777 on Sunday night at church. And I remember thinking, hmm, I wonder why I'm seeing that. And I thought, well, maybe that's the Lord reminding me that he's going to deliver me on this. But I have been curious. I haven't received anything from the court. And um, sometimes that's good news. It also could mean that I haven't been notified or copied on uh, whatever a response was from the court, the order, where they've been trying to, to flip the thing back over. And I've not responded or replied to that at all because I felt God has told me that I can just stand and he'll deliver me. But this morning I woke up for the first time in a long time feeling fearful about that a little bit. Then I started worrying about my finances. So I'm under attack. The enemy's hitting me with some thoughts. And um, I'm just driving down the road here today. And uh, it's funny actually, I, I, just rec- I also now recall that yesterday afternoon I was walking in to talk to the into the kitchen and my mom was saying something And she said do you know such-and-such and And I looked at the clock and said no but I know that now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see Hebrews 1101 because it was 1101 on the clock so this morning I'm praying on my way to Starbucks in Madison I'm praying and asking God to fill me and I'm starting to praise him and thank him and trying to get the spirit of doubt off of me and just discouragement which is quite rare I haven't felt this way in a while. I've been over filled to overflowing, but something's happened and it's allowed me to get a little weak. I think it might be that I might have gotten a little offended by somebody's comment. I don't really think I did. I mean, I think I immediately went to the Lord with it and, and dismissed it, but I thought about it a little long, so maybe I was offended and I need to repent of that. Maybe that's what's opened the door for the enemy to hit me with a couple of his arrows. Um... That breastplate of righteousness has come off. This morning I'm on my way driving and as i was finishing up praying I look over and there's a van driving right beside me with 11.22 on it and that is have faith in God, Jesus answered. That's all it is. Have faith in God. So, feeling a little bit down. Don't have any answer to my finances yet. God has not yet delivered me. I'm critical. I'm Two days away from having yet another, a fourth child support payment due. So that means now I'm gonna be behind fourteen fourteen hundred twenty eight, fifty six hundred dollars in child support that I've got to come up with. That's a lot of money. This is very, I'm not saying it's difficult for God at all, but it is a significant amount, and that fleshly part of me wants to look at my circumstances and go, oh man, this is huge. But I'm gonna to choose to do different because I believe I'm right where I'm at according to God's direction. I believe I'm being obedient as I possibly can to stay the course. I also felt that enticement again to work this morning. It's interesting, I've just lost my Sticky Story Productions URL. It expired and I have not had the money to re-up it. So my URL for Sticky Story Productions is gone. And... Um, I remember when Elijah was called, he burned all of his farm equipment so that there was no way he would ever return back to that. So I remember feeling all that temptation to go back into sales in my first stage of this development when I would move here, I'd constantly flirt around with the idea of going back to my sales training or trying to get the sales training that I had filmed, kickstart my sales back out and sell it. And... I ended up one day in faith, deleting the entire thing, just deleting the whole program, gone forever, burning the bridges so that I wouldn't be tempted to go back. I remember Dr. Neil Anderson having a five-year period where he struggled so much in the early years of faith with God that for five years there was a door left open to his old work life and there was that temptation always there until finally he closed it. So I think I'm in a situation where, you know, My circumstances are screaming, save me, Michael. Do something about this. Jump in. Common sense says, get a job. Go get a story video thing. Do something. Don't just keep sitting. The command of the Lord is store up the commands of Jesus Christ. So God's telling me to store up the commands of Jesus Christ, which has nothing to do with me making money or being able to pay my child support. And uh, my mom recently offered to pay for the air conditioning system at the ex-wife's house because it seemed like her parents hadn't yet fixed it. And I sent her an email and there's been no reply to that. You know, we were looking at that as an opportunity to do good to our enemy. So I, 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 instead of just sitting and waiting, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak in to God my need again. I'm going to declare in faith that it's coming. And I'm going to do all the things I know to do when my circumstances are dire and God has yet to deliver me. I'm going to stand on the promises of old that God has already delivered me. Instead of shrinking back, I'm going, to, um, I'm going to choose to believe instead of choose to doubt. And it's hard. It takes effort. It's not something that comes easily. You have to renew your mind. I have to confess and pray the scriptures. I have to speak against the enemy, stand against his lies. I have to repent of anything that's caused me to have my defenses weakened and maybe the breastplate of righteousness is allowing some arrows in. I need to take up that shield of faith... Ephesians 6.16 to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. It might not be that I've done anything to damage the breastplate. It might be that God is asking me to put that field, that that, that, that faith shield back up there. That it looks impossible to everyone, but that my God is a God who delivers. And he's, he's never late on his timing. He may be late on my timing, but he's never late. And I just so bad want to believe God for a last minute, incredible, miraculous deliverance. And um, I'm just going to continue to believe. It's tough. I feel weak. But when I am weak, He is strong. And I'm going to stand on that. So, here we go. It hadn't been five minutes since I shut off the recording. I just began to enter into thanksgiving to the Father, telling Him that I believe fully that He's going to deliver me and all these things. And a car just drove past me with 555 on it. I've been seeing 555 without even looking for it. Obviously, I don't look for the numbers. I've seen 555 at least two to three times a day, every single day for the last couple of weeks. So I just know that God is getting ready to deliver me. And He's here He is showing me, hang in there. I'm going to deliver you. As I was professing my faith in Him. Praise the Lord. 60 seconds later, I continue to praise God. I'm driving down... Highway 72 crossing over Slaughter Road and Jeff Road. And I'm just looking straight ahead. I just look, glance real quick to the left. My eyes went right to a 555. That's the second 555 in 90 seconds. And God telling me, I will deliver you, son. I will deliver you. Man, I mean, and there's a 212 right there while I'm on the phone. A 212 right on the side of a a box. Amazing. God is so awesome to do this for me so awesome here I was so down and discouraged a little bit and I confessed it to the father and he has just turned around and lifted me up and said son I'm with you I'm with you I'm gonna deliver you I know you can't see it I know it looks difficult but I'm gonna deliver you and I am gonna so rejoice when my daddy delivers me I was sitting making a u-turn to come to the Starbucks here and just looked over and just saw another two one two on a on a license plate so i just feel god is, is so much trying to encourage me he has given me the desires of my heart he has not withheld the request of my lips i just haven't received it yet it's been released in the heavens i just haven't received it in god's timing here on the earth yet and uh, i just can't wait it's 12:52. i've gotten in the car after been working at starbucks in madison for a while and i've just been in prayer again Asking the Father again, please bring your deliverance, Lord. Please bring the rain. Please bring the finances. And I just looked up and saw another 555 on a sign right off of University Drive. So that's three 555s just in prayer time alone this morning already. And I'm I'm just, I'm so encouraged. I mean, it's absolutely encouraging. So I know God is pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. Something's going to break soon. So it's 10.45 uh, on August 14th in the morning. I had a wonderful walk this morning with the Lord. God just filled me to overflowing with joy. I just, I felt so happy. I smiled and I've decided that I want to really make a deposit of sunshine into people's lives when I'm walking and I go out of my way to, to wave and smile at every car that drives by up on this one particular drive and... I am, um, it just, it's just, it was so, I was so filled to overflowing. The the weather was beautiful. God was just, you know, prompting me to pray for things. My mom is really making progress. I mean, she is, she did her interview yesterday with Shattered Magazine about her little personal testimony and she was happy this morning. She's been reading Reinhard Bunke's book at about a hundred pages a day. She's the hunger in her is growing. She's putting on TBN to listen. So she's back into the flow. She's back starting to find, you know, that hunger for more of God. And, um, last night I had a dream about again, and it was another favorable dream. It was a dream where we ended up meeting and coming together and she, um, her kids accepted me. And it was, it was really weird. The dream was itself was weird, you know, where it was at and what everything looked like and all that. But um it was a positive dream and it was another dream about which I think is just awesome. I've never had this many dreams I don't think about anybody um ever. So, you know, I go to bed listening to scripture, not thinking about her, but then have a dream about her. That's very encouraging. Still been seeing 212 about every single day. Um have felt a little hint of temptation to want to know a little bit more about this, you know, this this one lady that seems to have moved in up the street. I She talked to me one time when we were riding by, and sometimes I feel a curiosity as to who she is. I see, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord on her door. She's got two children. But I've been going out of my way to just resist even going near that place as best I can. Um, And just, you know, not look, not think, not wonder. Just staying true to what I believe God for, and that is the impossible. So I'm going to continue to just, you know, trust Him and wait. And I'm also really waiting on finances right now. But God has been telling me every day, including this morning, 8-11, now finish the work. God wants me to finish throwing up the commands of Jesus Christ. I made some great progress yesterday. This seems to be His top priority. And if I were a betting man in the kingdom of God, I would say things are being held up until I get this done or at least show some significant progress God probably doesn't want to release anything into my life right now that would distract me or get me off the job. So I'm here to work, and I'm going to work diligently as I can today. Today is the 16th of August. been driving around all day long with Larry, well, most of the afternoon with Larry and Trish, looking at houses, and have had a real sense of um, calm in my spirit. There's been a few things that... Nothing major, but there's been a few things that have kind of gone off as red flags. And I have allowed myself to feel them and express them to the Lord. And I've been able to maintain an attitude all day long of joy, peace, kindness, gentleness. And it has been tremendous. I feel like I have grown as a Christian today. And it's not just a moment. I think this is a new ability to walk in a different level. And I'm very excited because I've been just asking the Lord to build my character and to help me not to be offended. And I've been able to overlook offenses. The Bible says it is to man's glory to overlook an offense. And I've been able to do that. And it's been wonderful. The amazing thing is that today, here I am in such desperate need for God's deliverance financially. And I have seen 555 just a few seconds ago. It's now 558. Saw it on the clock when we walked in. I have seen five 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 times today. I had just told Larry and Trish, do you remember after I saw it the fourth time? I said, do you remember what happened the day I saw five 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 times? And then that day in court, I was delivered. So I'm really, really expecting and hoping and praying that God is getting ready to deliver me financially um, and that He's going to bless me. I mean, it's going to be so absolutely exciting. It'll be movie exciting, movie scene exciting, to see God come through. And what I've been waiting for, I have absolutely no reason with my physical eyes um, or looking at my circumstances. Uh, and if my only ho- strategy was hope, then I'm 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 lost. But my strategy has been faith, uh, which has made obedience, uh, which has actually then led to obedience to God and. I feel like I have heard from the Lord. I've seen um, nine nineteen. I think I saw it once today, I saw it once yesterday, and uh, I got a little miniature job offer thing for some trivia show. Nothing, nothing permanent or long term, but a little trivia show thing. And I saw nine nineteen before, and then I just saw it today after. And um, so I know the Lord's not wanting me to entertain anything like that. I saw five eleven. Today at least two, if not three times. And um, so I also have seen 212 several times. So I'm very, very excited. It seems like God is telling me He's given me the desires of my heart, that He's delivered me. And um, now I just need to wait to receive the deliverance in my hands. I'm so excited. I believe that in the next couple of days or weeks, hopefully it's in the next couple of days, I should receive some sort of a financial deliverance that God will show that he's delivered me. It'll be a check or something's going to happen. I'm just believing God for it. Um, The enemy has been fighting me hard. He's been trying to, to, to flip me over, discourage me. He's been trying to get me offended. He's been trying to get me out of faith. There's been lots of little things going on, but God has been strengthening me against those areas. So it's almost like the longer he has stretched me out, the stronger I've gotten in the battle. So I'm... I'm just rejoicing and I'm so thankful and I can't wait to see what the Lord is going to do. I think it's just just around the corner. Just as I'm making this message, I'm driving past a Landers McLarty Nissan uh, pickup vehicle and it has 212 right on it. God is so good to continue to encourage me, bless me. Um, I... Uh, my friend says my life is like a soap opera. I could have my own soap opera and it's so true. Today has been an amazing day. I met three new people on the trail this morning. I met a man named Les who had a dog named Bear. I met um, uh, Frank Smith and I met Bethany who is Pam's daughter. And uh, Frank Smith and I have seen each other many times on the trail and this morning I decided to cut across the street and I said, hey, we... I think it's time you and I actually formally, you know, introduce ourselves. And he said, I agree. And met him and talked with him for a few minutes standing in the middle of the street. Shared a little bit about my story briefly as he asked. Gave him the website. And he went home and checked it out and subscribed today as a new subscriber. I'm so blessed by that. And I've um, seen 811 so many times. I'm now on my way to the Starbucks this morning. I get there. There's some distractions. I work. But... I'm sitting there trying to work on the commandments of Christ, which has been the most difficult thing for me to accomplish. Everything has stood in my way. I get about 15 minutes into it and um, comes walking in. And so I'm, you know, ignoring her and all that stuff. After that happens, I get back to work. I look and the Egyptian ladies you know, either father or husband or boyfriend, whoever the man was, the man that I see all the time that we have this kind of uncomfortable interaction where, you know, his, again, whoever she is to him, she was very beautiful and she tried to uh, flirt with me and and was very inappropriate with me. And uh, I think he saw her one time and I don't know if it was her dad. I've never seen this woman ever again, but God would warn me each time I would go, there's a 611 right here, which is Ephesians 611. Put on the full armor of God so you may take your stand against the devil's schemes. As I was just getting ready to (coughs) uh, record this, I saw 616, Take up the shield of faith with which to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And I saw 1010 on two separate numbers, which is John 1010, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, on um, a, a bar I was eating. This morning, I saw 919. I saw it last night. I saw 222 and 525. So God is telling me, stay put as long as the cloud remains. Don't get ahead of God. 525, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. 222, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. That's almost always a work-related thing. I get to Starbucks. After all of the distractions from the the Egyptian one, I get a call from my old boss from years and years and years ago who um, I've been seeing, you know, over the last couple of years, he popped up at a church here or there that I visited. And, of course, he's now going to The Rock. He's been reaching out to me, wanting to get together with me and and talk a little bit about God and some other things. And he calls me today. We've been trying to plan a get-together. And he says, hey, I may have to go to Chattanooga tonight. Do you want to come with me? We'll have a nice dinner. I've got to meet this guy. I said, sure, be happy to, to ride with you and talk. And, um, he says, well, you know, are you working? So instantly I began to feel, and he asked me if I was speaking again, you know, if I was ever going to speak again. And, uh, he, I could tell now where this is going, that this is the Lord kind of warning me that he's probably going to, you know, he'll have that, that, that question about work and I'll be enticed. You know, I think David's done pretty well and he's probably got some businesses going and, and so, uh. There will be a little thing of enticement. So God is warning me about that in advance. And Father has strengthened me enough to where I can stand. And I, I just prayed this morning that He would not lead me into temptation, but He would deliver me from evil. So He's given me all kinds of warnings. And then the lesson from the last time this happened, the whole situation with the devil is to not open the window. That when the temptation comes, flee from it. Now I'm not feeling that at all from Dave, and I do believe the Lord is knocking on His door, and that God will use some of my boldness tonight but if a door looks to open, I'm going to immediately walk away. I'm not going to entertain the door. I'm going to stand boldly. I'm not afraid of who you know to be who I am in front of this man at all. And with God's help, I will stand in His grace. But um, so many things going on. I mean, so many things going on, and it's just incredible. This morning I'm on my way to the Starbucks, and I'll have to pull off on the side of the road to send this word to a guy named jeremiah just a word of encouragement the lord just really prompts me and i pulled off on the little driveway at a hotel just to send this word to him he writes me back two texts about how he's always so amazed he needed to hear that and how he's so amazed at the timing of this he had just been praying about it as i texted him i wrote him back don't be amazed at my timing it's the father's timing and that he wants him to know how much he loves him and he's thinking of him and um so that good uh, good things are happening. And then I get a phone call from uh, Chris Kemper, a man I met at Starbucks when I was praying with these three old ladies out in the public. And when we broke out of prayer, he walked up and asked us if we would pray for him. And we exchanged phone numbers, and now he's uh, reaching out to me. So God is so amazingly teaching me how to love other people. And I can see the... You know the distractions and the attempts of the enemy. As I continue to try to climb, uh, you know, more into Christ's lap and to obey Him and to do to do the teachings of Jesus Christ to store them up in my heart, I see all the distractions of the enemy. I see, you know, I'm just so blessed because they are having less and less impact on me. It used to be that when I would see this girl Nicole, walk in the walk-in in the middle of while I was trying to study something of the Lord that it would, it would interrupt me and frustrate me so bad that I, I lost my focus and I would have to leave. Now, within 30 seconds, it's gone. I just ignore her. I keep my eyes straight ahead. And here right now, 42, 000, or 4,266.6 miles as I just look down. So there's a 666 as I'm speaking this message. So, you know, th- this is incredible. You know, the other day at breakfast, Rusty told... Larry and Trish, my friends from Florida, that the reason why Satan has come after Mike so much is because of what God is going to do in his life. He was very edifying and said to me before they even arrived, Michael, stay the course. Keep doing what you're doing because God is going to do something awesome in your life. And I'm getting to see all these just little things happening. It's just incredible, and I'm journaling all of these so that I can learn of the Father's ways and learn of Satan's ways. But it's a praise today because even though God is warning me, I have total peace in my heart. I totally trust in God's grace, and I'm finding that all of the things the devil has brought against me and continues to bring against me you know, the Egyptian ladies' man and you know, and the distractions and this, that, and the other they don't have the impact on me that they used to. So 2 Thessalonians 3, three, which is the number 303 I see all the time, it says that God is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. And I can declare that God's faithfulness is true, that he is strengthening and protecting me and he is, you know, getting me stronger in these things. So, you know, the whole part of Rusty wanting me to set down the ministry for, a, you know, unknown amount of time after the, the episode I had with is he said that, Michael, God wants to strengthen you in these areas. And uh, the devil will regret the day he ever messed with you in this way. These were his words to me. But that I need to get, you know, get get alone and uh, get out of the game for a little while and let the Lord strengthen my legs in this area. And, you know, it's been about 90 days now since I obeyed my pastor. And I'm just seeing the fruit of what he proclaimed. That God is so strengthening me and I just rejoice my circumstances are still absolutely humble and dire at best. I have no money. Um, I'm way behind on you know child support. I now have a fourth child support payment. I mean, it's got to be to the point where I'm going to get a letter from the jail pretty soon. you know, come on in. Um, but I'm just continuing to wait. Now, the interesting thing is is that I have not been seeing 511 in the last couple of days. I always felt like every time I saw 511, that meant, well, nothing's going to break yet because God's telling me to still persevere. Really what I've been seeing the most of recently is 555, which is God's deliverance, telling me, I'm delivering you. So I haven't seen 511 in a while. It's been at least, I think, three days. Very unusual because I was seeing it multiple times a day. So I'm just believing that my wait is over, that God is going to deliver me financially, I've been so, um, by His grace, obedient to Him and willing to wait upon Him and be a fool in this way and just totally abandon, you know, myself and trust Him. I'm totally dependent upon Him. Totally, 100%. And so, this has just been such an exciting journey. And uh, I just praise the Lord for His faithfulness and the peace that I have in my heart. And, um, man, God is just doing awesome things. And the greatest testimony of all is that the Father is answering my prayer to teach me how to love others. I have the loving God thing down pretty well and I'm getting better at that all the time. But God is now teaching me how to love other people out of the overflow of His love for me and His love in me for them. And I'm just asking God to increase that and to continue to teach me how to love other people because that's the second command. Once I have that done, then I know I've got the the first and the second commandments um, taken care of, and that the Lord is pleased with me. Incidentally, I did just see 111 not too long ago, which tells me that the Lord is pleased with me, and I'm highly blessed by that. So, uh, man, what an awesome journey. What an awesome journey that God has got me on. wouldn't trade it for anything. Today has been an absolute amazing day, starting with the three people I met this morning in the neighborhood that I always walk in. And now... This evening, having a meeting since about 3 o'clock with David, my old boss from years ago, who's gone through tremendous brokenness. Actually, just got divorced 20 minutes before we met, finalized. Spent the whole evening talking about God with him. He is hungry for God, wants more of God, and was so blessed and so encouraged by our conversation. And just as we were kind of wrapping up the evening, his roommate linda walked in and heard me talking about god and asked if she could join the conversation we spent about another hour and a half She was just filled up and encouraged and blessing god that I had come there that night and I just we prayed into the night in prayer and It's just such a such an awesome thing to be used of god here. I have nothing And I'm able to go and encourage other people, genuinely, from the love and peace that God has placed in my heart. There's nothing greater in the whole world, no greater treasure. And uh, I even, you know, missed out on dinner and everything, and it's 10 o'clock, and I've just been so blessed, so blessed. God is so amazing. I'm on my way to Starbucks this morning to work on the commandments of Christ, and I saw 919 this morning as I was finishing. There's an 811 right there. I've seen 811 twice in the last 15 minutes. God telling me to finish the work. So I'm on my way to finish the work. And um, I've seen 919 and 525 this morning. And 222. And the 525 says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And... As I was pulling out of my driveway, I can feel the temptation to drive up past that lady's house just to see if she's sitting outside and to have some kind of a contact with her. And I realized that that is the temptation in my flesh. And I feel like what God has shown me is it's okay to acknowledge the temptation of the flesh. Be aware that that is your flesh and then ask yourself, what does the Spirit say? So... The temptation is for me to, you know, drive by and just look and see. But in my spirit, my spirit says, don't do that. Don't go there. Just wait patiently. And, you know, keep waiting for the promise of And I just feel like that's such a great lesson for all of life. For so many of us find ourselves being pulled into situations we shouldn't be pulled into or tempted and yielding to temptation in places we shouldn't. And it's so important to learn to walk by the Spirit. And I used to think that walking by the Spirit was going to be some, you know, giant yield sign or some giant big... And here's a 555, US.985558 on j Trucking. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for your grace and your deliverance. That's four times I've seen 555 this morning. It's only 1049. So I feel like what God is showing me is... That the spirit does not jump out with a giant yield sign when trouble is coming, but that all the time we can be aware of what the spirit's whisper is by choosing to listen to the voice that contradicts the voice of the spirit. I mean, the voice of the flesh, meaning my flesh is saying, you know, go get a job, save yourself, just go do a little bit of this, drive by that girl's house, you know, or contact. My spirit says all of these, I mean, my flesh says all of those things. The spirit says, trust in the Lord, be patient, wait, don't do that, don't get ahead of God. And that voice is there always waiting to be heard, but we have to choose to listen to that spirit. So I think the, the main point I'm trying to make is that I need to, to really train myself further To, when I'm in sticky situations or iffy situations, to pay attention to what my spirit wants, the enticement. I can voice it and say, oh, I feel that. But then what does the spirit, what does the Holy Spirit say? And um, ask myself that every time. It's pretty easy to avoid the obvious pitfalls and obvious temptations and obvious sins, but the devil is so subtle, so interesting Point is to make sure that we are consciously paying attention and giving, giving ear to the voice of the Spirit in each situation. It's 8.43 on August 20th. Um, I'm on my way to go do some house-sitting for some friends. And um, last night I had an incredible night with two people. I, in particular, an old boss of mine who really has just lived a life really, really far from God and um in total pursuit of pleasure and things and his life circumstances have caved in on him and he's been humbled and been trying to to find out you know the figure out the god thing and and find how he can have a relationship with him and get to know god more so i spent the last last night really just this guy was like a sponge and his roommate was like a sponge and they were so blessed and they just couldn't hear enough. They wanted me to tell them more and more and more about God. It was just awesome. And um, But the problem is I had to roll around in some of his dirt, in particular my friend's dirt. He, he asked me to read a couple of you know, emails and uh, he's going through a divorce and there was just some real trashy stuff in the, in the email and stuff that, you know, it's just muddy. And so you, you get a little dirty. I wake up this morning... And I'm feeling a little distant from the Lord. After such a great night last night, I feel a little fuzzy, a little distant, a little not so filled with joy, peace, a little anxious. And I realize, you know, I'm, I've am i gotten up in a hurry this morning to head to some friend's house. I haven't had a chance to get in the Word to renew my mind and, and really to get cleansed. And it, realize, it made me realize how important it is you know particularly after you've rolled around in the mud with somebody this is why paul warned about you know you know encouraging sinners and and getting involved with them very care be very careful so that you don't fall into the trap of what they're doing so this morning i feel a real need to uh just cleanse my my heart and you know get in in the word this morning and just get close to my daddy and i was praying this morning and it's just everything's just a little foggy and then I'm driving down and I see a car was 666 so then I begin to pray for the Lord's protection and to help me and so let me break in here and give a little bit more commentary on this I don't want to give away the story I want you to experience as it happens in real time but there's two uh, scenes that have occurred here one is I've made mention of an attractive single mom Who lives up the street from my parents who I've walked past a few times during my walk and you hear me struggling and being tempted to say something to her she originally spoke out to me as I was walking up the hill on uh, the summer of 2013 probably right towards the end of July and she saw me and the children walking up the hill talking and she started to talk to us from her front porch and I noticed that she was attractive. So as I'm going on my walks, I'm going to start to run into her more, notice her more. One time I'm even going to help her move some furniture. I don't want to give many more details about this, but there's something unbelievably dramatic that is going to happen regarding that particular woman. And you're, I want you to pay attention to how God is warning me. What you're getting an opportunity to hear is God warning me real time, uh, about things and telling me to stay put and and be very careful. And you'll see how important it is for us to walk according to the Spirit and not by what we see or not by what, by what we hear. There's going to be something unbelievably dramatic. You're not going to believe it when I tell you about what's going to happen with that particular woman. So want you to pay attention to that. And also, something very dramatic is going to happen with these two people that I'm right now excited about in this recording that I've had an opportunity to minister to and you've just heard me mention that I came away from meeting with them and the next morning I was feeling off like spiritually drained lethargic like I needed to spend more time in the word and now God's warning me with a 666 there's going to be something incredibly spiritually dramatic that's going to happen regarding these two people and my interactions with them as well so and the, and both of these things that I'm mentioning Are incredibly negative and they're of Satan so stick in and you're you're getting to see how the Spirit of God is warning me listen don't get caught up and weirded out by all these numbers let me just ask you this question do you think if you're completely sold out completely yielded to the Spirit of Christ and you are what George Mueller calls the definition of meek which is to truly prefer the will of the father over yours. That's what meekness is, is to prefer God's will over yours. So if you are truly meek and you're truly getting after father and obeying him, do you suppose there's anything God wouldn't do to communicate to you, to strengthen you, to equip you, to guide you, counsel you, teach you and watch over you and lead you in the way everlasting, as it says in Psalm 32 8, to lead you for his, his righteousness sake? No. So please don't get caught up. Understand you are getting to hear the living God give me his grace in exactly the way he knows I need to hear it and in accordance with the days and times I'm living in this is the providence of God the divine inspired sovereign hand of his love and guidance for my life I have nothing I'm humbled before God I need his guidance and what you're gonna see no matter how many people you show this to they're always gonna think this is weird you have to continue to listen to the the story because even things that Jesus Christ and John the Baptist were doing were considered unbelievably weird, and they were thought of as being heathens. They were thought of as being false teachers. They were thought of as even having devils. Just go read what Jesus said in Luke seven. OK, but Jesus says you can accuse John the Baptist all you want. You can accuse me all you want, but wisdom is proved right by her children. So if you'll stick in here, you'll, you'll hear that the living God is giving Michael Criswell daily guidance and encouragement by his spirit through his grace for my benefit. Okay. In my weakness, his strength is being made perfect. And now tens of thousands of people, all these years later, tens of thousands of people around the world are being blessed by the results that God helped me to get in my life and heart doing through this. Okay. This is extraordinary. Again, I'm just trying to tell you, don't get caught up in, hey, God doesn't show me numbers or I never heard of this before. Isn't this new age? Please go to my website. There's a blog post called what's with all the numbers. I think it's called What's With the Numbers. Go watch or or read that blog post and that will help you understand that this is not New Age. This is not numerology. This is not Satan. This is God simply using by His providence a certain bizarre way to guide me to certain pages or to certain passages in my Bible. His Word. Instead, here's the most important thing I'm saying in this message right here. Be ever alert to the fact that you are getting to witness secondhand, you're getting to witness God's heart on all these different scenarios. You hear Michael Chriswell walking through, you see, God is pointing me to scripture. So even if God never shows you a number, even if God never does anything like this, be blessed to know that you are learning almost directly, but just indirectly through me you are beginning to learn what the father's heart is in all these hundreds of different scenarios that God has allowed me to experience. And there are hundreds and hundreds more. Think about it. We have five years worth of recordings to go through still. Okay. And so just be so happy to be like a bird on the wall. A friend of mine used to say, man, I'd love to just use your life, Michael, as a a petri dish it's like a petri dish of what to do what not to do in following god and yes because i found him and you can find him too okay but if you don't know him yet like i do god is allowing you to see this he's allowing you to see like his visible hand almost kind of writing scriptures on the wall of my life okay michael in this situation this is what i think and this is how you need to respond this is what my word says this is my prescribed spiritual medicine for that specific situation then you can begin to learn that principle and you can take these principles and recall them and apply them in your life remember paul said follow my get this brothers and sisters get this paul had been to heaven you and I have not and will not. Isn't that right? He got caught up to the third heaven where he saw and heard things he's not permitted. He received the gospel by direct revelation. Okay? You and I did not receive the gospel by direct revelation from the Lord Jesus Christ. We received it secondhand from the gospels, many of which he wrote. I don't mean Matthew, Mark, and Luke gospels. I mean the epistles, right? So watch this. Paul, the man who had this extraordinary firsthand, very unique. I mean, who in your life have you ever heard of that's had a road to Damascus experience? I have one friend who came close, Steve Benton, the man who got burned in the gasoline fire. He said, I died in that fire and God raised me to life in that fire. He got baptized in the fire. He's the only person in tens of thousands of people I've met all around the world in my years of traveling as a salesperson and the tens of thousands of testimonies I've heard through my ministry. He's the only person I've ever heard that has had as close to a road to Damascus experience as Paul did. Okay, so listen, you can take these words from Paul. Paul said follow my example as i follow the example of christ you see this he's saying look i received from jesus christ insight and revelation directly that you're not going to get so you follow me and my example as i follow him and his example i'm telling you this exact same thing for me i'm not telling you to follow me you will never find in 350 plus and however many videos they are god forbid let me be damned if i ever tell you to follow me The only reason I'm asking you to listen, the only reason I'm asking you to subscribe, and I don't even ask for subscribers, is for you to follow my example as I follow Christ to get you to where you can fully follow and fully walk on your own two spiritual feet, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. I'm not looking for followers for me. I'm simply an example. So remember, if God's done some strange things, okay, maybe you're not ever going to see a 777-day divorce. Maybe you're not ever going to see the three greatest events in your life happen in nine months to the exact day. Maybe you're not ever going to live seven years without ever having to ask another man for money and watch God provide miraculously. Maybe you're not going to be delivered in court without even having to say words time and time again. Maybe you're not going to have, you know, the amazing story that I have with my wife, versus of of God's hand even defying the, the laws of the Indian government so that I could marry her. Maybe you're not going to see those kind of things, okay? I didn't see my handkerchief like Paul's being passed around and people being healed. I didn't see my shadow healing people like Peter's. I didn't see me getting bit by a viper in front of other people and not dying. I didn't see me being able to say, hey guys, an angel came and told me this boat's going to sink, but he's going to spare our lives. I don't see me being able to do any of these things, go to heaven. I don't see myself in the middle of a Bible study when a guy falls out of the second floor window because he's bored and dies. I don't see me being able to go lay myself on top of him and raise him to life. But these are all examples of God's power at work in the life of Paul, who then turns to you and I and says, follow my example as I follow the example of Jesus Christ. Remember this. You and I, even me, are getting an opportunity to see the living, sovereign, providential, real, omnipotent, omnipresent hand of God in this story. We're getting to see Father writes on the wall. This is what I think about that situation. This is my living spirit, sharper than a double edged sword is the word of God. And this is my word and my heart on that matter. And you can turn around and benefit from this and apply it in your life and begin to see these exact same extraordinary spiritual results of walking with God and knowing Him in fullness through Jesus Christ. May God continue to richly bless you as you listen. Then my mom calls me a few minutes later and says, Michael, you left all your teachings of Jesus Christ that you just printed out this morning on the counter. That was one of the main reasons I'm looking forward to going so I can study those. And so then I uh, drive about another mile and I see a car with a 555. There it is again, the deliverance right behind the 666. You know, this happens so often to me, you know, most people just could never believe it. And it's just been so hard for me to even believe after all this time. It's just so so, so incredibly encouraging to see how the Father speaks to me, you know, every single day. I like this. And um, so now I just can't wait to get out there and get renewed, get my mind renewed. There's nothing more important for me right now than to renew my mind. You know, you cannot ever get to a place where you think you're super Christian and you got it all figured out and that you found this place with God that you'll never get off of, you know, or a path you'll never get off of. And it's just not true because the world and spiritual forces are pulling at you every minute of every day to come to the dark side and you cannot live without the word of god replenishing you nourishing your soul so man i'm just i can visualize myself sitting down with my bible this morning and i cannot wait to get fed so that's an important message to remember